All right. Thank you so much for joining us again. I am Sandy Waters, and this is Neighbors in Need. Okay, so today on the phone with me is somebody that you are going to look at and think, oh my gosh, she has done so much, and I got to get my act together. (laughs) Maeve, you have done so much already, and you are just going into your senior year at Fairport High School. Maeve Reed, thank you so much for being on with us. Yeah, thank you for having us. First, tell me, where are you right now? Um, I am in New Berlin, New York, um, on a mission trip. See, this is what I'm talking about. You are (laughs) still in high school, and you're already helping out so many people. So what are you doing on this mission trip? Um, It's called Reach Work Camp. Okay. Um, And it's basically going into neighborhoods and communities with low socioeconomic status and fixing up homes of people with disabilities or in the military um, and just making improving their lives with their home and also making connections with the people in the community. How many of you guys are there from Rochester? There's there's 24 of us maybe from um, my youth group. So fantastic. Okay, let's talk about the real reason why we brought you on. Stop the stigma. Can we learn more about this? How did it start? What is your involvement in it? So Stop the Stigma Rock is a nonprofit organization with youth leadership um, that seeks to promote suicide prevention and mental health awareness in youth. Um, We focus specifically on people ages 10 to 25, um, just mainly because we felt like since we're youth-led, that's our expertise. Mm -hmm. Um, We know we're in that world and we can relate to people of that age. Um, So about the way that we were created, um, it was about two and a half years ago, um, my best friend died by suicide. Her name was Jordan Keeley. Um, She was a freshman at Fairport. Um, And after her death, her friends and I, we were obviously heartbroken and were grieving, but we also, there was an added level to that, that the community just wasn't, as willing to talk about it um, as other um, types of deaths. I had witnessed a few years earlier um, a student at Fairport uh, died by cancer, and the response that we got um, in my friend's death compared to someone that died by cancer or car accident was extremely different. Um, There was blame placing. There was Um, wanting to keep it quiet and move past it very quickly. Um, Whereas in other students' deaths that had been, you know, very memorialized and they were put up on a pedestal and remembered and wanted to celebrate their lives. And it was, there was a huge contrast there. People just did not want to talk about mental illness and suicide. And that really, really bothered us. We were like, this is not okay. This is not how we want um, Jordan's legacy to be left. I feel like even in these short two years, um, we have moved forward. Do you feel it, that we are talking about it more? I do. I think that, especially in Rochester, I think that Rochester doing a lot of um, good things to start conversations and be more open about talking about our mental wellness. It should be, we should talk about our mental wellness just like we talk about a broken arm and our or diabetes, about our physical health, it should be it's both medical conditions. Um, it shouldn't be there shouldn't shouldn't be such a gap of um, acceptance yeah. there. Um, and it 
that's really that's what that gap of acceptance and stigma around the topic of mental illness is really what often keeps people from seeking help and without seeking medical help counseling it's really hard to help yourself um yeah so it's just so important that we as a culture try to reduce the stigma around the topic and talk about it more openly so that people who are struggling don't feel so ashamed to come out about it. Now, I want to keep it respectful for Jordan and her family mm-hmm. and all of you, but can you tell us a little bit about Jordan and, and were there warning signs? What was it that, you know, what was the story? What was her life like? What, what got her to that point? Um, so you, of course we can, I think it's important that we talk about um, this so that other people have that awareness in their lives and the people around them. Mm-hmm. Um, so for from my standpoint and uh, most people in her life, we did not see warning signs at the time. Um, looking back now, now that I know so much more, I see them, but at the time, no one was, no one was catching them. Um, there, I would say that in her case, she definitely talked about, um, you know, being depressed um, and struggling with school. So those were some signs and very low self-esteem. So those were, now that I'm looking back, those are signs that contribute to suicide. But before my friend died, I didn't even realize that, like, I wasn't taught that mental illness was a contributing factor to suicide. I didn't, there's such a lack of education. I didn't even, when she said, oh, I'm feeling depressed, suicide was not something that I was worried about or even that came up in my um, thinking around that. And I think a Um, lot of us, the the same thing, like we all have our depressed days or our, you know, especially when you're a teenager, when you're a kid, you're already dealing with so many hormones and mood changes and your body's changing and and your friends are changing, and there is so much around you, especially you guys today. I mean, what when we grew up, we had it tough, but you guys have it even more with social media and, and all these news stories. Just it's constant. It's constant either negativity or these heartbreaking stories. And you're right. Yeah. It's easier to brush it off and think, okay, well, that's fine. That's normal. Um mm-hmm. But you are right in in the creation of this Stop the Stigma Rock is to say, hey, listen, maybe it is not normal. Take an extra step, take an extra moment and ask the right questions. So what advice would you give to fellow teenagers that have that friend that say the same things that you heard from Jordan? I think don't be afraid to ask the direct question. And all the trainings that I've gotten, they've said it's super important to directly, if you're if you're at all worried about them, they're not gonna you're not gonna put it in their head. Um, they may be upset with you at first, but that's better than them not being here. Just ask the direct question: Are you thinking about taking your own life? You can't say, "Are you thinking?" Oh, like you can't joke with them. Oh, are you? You're not thinking of hurting yourself, are you? You have to be direct and ask them that question if you are concerned and they are showing warning signs. And also just to know the warning signs. I did not. Um, and looking back, if I had known them, I think that I maybe could have told her mom or told a counselor or something because 
the warning signs were there. I just didn't have yeah. the education to see them. And the mission um, of Stop the Stigma is just that, to create the awareness? Yes. Um, we have, ha- we've been around, uh, we've been doing stuff in the community for um, two and a half years-ish now. We started, our, the, our first event that kind of got us started as an organization um, was our Stop the Stigma Awareness Concert, um, and we just had our third annual one this past June. Um, so it's it's very exciting that the community has been so um, receptive to that, that we've been able to continue for three years now. Um, and the main goal of the first one, and just all of them, I guess, was just to raise awareness so that we have this just baseline toolkit for all of us to have so that we can watch out for our friends and family and make sure that everyone's mental wellness is um, in check and that just be a safety net and a support system for the people around us. And you said that, you know, you're going on your third annual. At that time when you guys, you and your friends were creating this with the, the motivation because nobody was talking about and, you know, memorializing Jordan like they should have been. Isn't it amazing to think now today, three years later, did you ever think that on day one? No, we got into, I called up all my friends um, that were friends of Jordan and kind of feeling the same thing. And we got into a room and we started talking about it. And I, I honestly was kind of like, this is a little, this is a little uh, crazy. We're Mm. trying to do this. This is ambitious. This Mm -hmm. is not going to, this might not work. We planned it in about six weeks, I think. Oh, wow. Um, so we started in, it was in May in 2016, and we started in maybe the beginning of April or mid-April. I'm not even sure. It was. We planned it very quickly. So I think that, I think it needed to happen, so it happened. Our community really needed that. And again, this year, um, I feel like it was also necessary and good, bad timing, but good timing at the same time. Our concert this year was the week that um, Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade uh, took their own lives. Oh, wow. Um, so terrible timing, mm-hmm. but also very appropriate timing that the community is, you know, in shock. And it's kind of a very unusual culture. The whole culture is grieving, really, because they were figures um, and kind of addressing the issues and yeah. having an event for people to come and answer their questions and clear up any confusion so that it's almost comforting and educational. I was thinking at the beginning of the week, oh my gosh, do we cancel our event because all of this is happening? But then I was like, no, we can't. This is, this is why you we need this yeah. now. Yeah. Do you feel so, like in the school system, because I know that the educators are trying to really wrap their arms around this and, and be there for students who are dealing with mental illness, do you feel it? Do you sense it? Do you notice a difference? Well, I think that we have taken a very good step. New York State just passed a law that there has to be uh, mental health education K through 12, and that's a new mandate. So that's one step forward. I don't know how that's going to be uh, put into place, but at least there's, you know, it's mandated in all the public schools. It's the right direction. So, yeah. yeah, it's the right direction. So I'm very happy uh, about that. And I think just teachers looking at their students as a whole person and same with any adult looking mm-hmm. at the kids in their life as a whole person and being concerned with all of them. I think there's so many pressures 
in our culture right now on youth, you have to be the best athlete, the best student. Absolutely. You have to be yeah. social. You have to do all these things. You have to be perfect at everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that we also, behind that, we need to look at the person that's there and all the pressure, how that pressure is affecting them. And to understand that people are not one-sided. There are multiple dimensions to everyone. And just respect that and try to release some of that pressure. Because I think that that's, I think that contributes to a lot of people's um, struggles is that everyone's expecting so much of them and they don't feel like they're living up to that. Um, and that's, yeah. I think that that's gotten worse in um, the recent years. I don't, I talked to my mom and she says that, you know, like it's definitely the pressures that are on kids now is much greater than it was when she Absolutely. was a kid. Absolutely. In a way, though, the pressure is there because what you guys see on the Instagram and on listen to me, I'm like the old lady on the Instagram and (laughs) Snapchat. But it is you, you, you always just put out there your proudest moment or, you know, the best picture of you and your perfect little family. Um, Mm -hmm. But in alongside that, though, I feel like we are talking more about embrace failure embrace the non-perfect and that is another Mm -hmm. cultural shift that i didn't grow up with i had to be perfect and if i wasn't perfect i wasn't going to even take the risk so what can we do for stop the stigma rock what what support do you need from us is it contribute donations is it help you you know fundraise or volunteer what is it that we can do or just spread the word just educate yourself i mean obviously donations are great and helping volunteers are great. If anyone listening today wants to help and volunteer, um, there, we have a website, stopthestigmarock.org, and just go on there and learn more about us. But just really the message that I want to take away, and it's pretty easy, just educate yourself about warning signs and educate yourself about the resources in our community because there's so many resources in our community. And I don't just mean our organization, Stop the Stigma Rock, there is a huge array of resources in Rochester. We have um, the University of Rochester is a huge um, a psychiatric facility and uh, organization in that. And that's a great resource. And there's dozens of other resources. And just it's just important to know those so that you can help. Because I think so. And the thing that I want to say, if any kids are listening or any adults are listening, is that it's not on you to take care of someone. Mm. You, you can't help them all on your own. You're not a mental health, well, you might be, but if you're not a mental yeah. health professional, then you, you're not responsible. You're not solely responsible for taking care of them. That's a great point. So that is a I great think that point. that's very important yeah. with youth as well because, you know, your best friend's struggling. You feel like you have to take care of them, and they don't want you to tell anybody. So that's a little bit of yeah. a struggle right there a conflict but it's not all on you to take care of them that's so stressful to have someone's life in your hands yeah so that's something that i really want people to take away is that it's not on you and that it's important to know um to educate yourself about things so that you can help Maeve Reed, it was such an honor to talk to you today going into your senior year at Fairport. Best of luck to you, and thank you so much for being on. Thank you. It was a pleasure speaking with you.